Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Podcast. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host. Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one Two, of all time. One. Go. Enjoy the show. This podcast is brought to you by DietSmoke.com. You know my problem with edibles is sometimes you get so high, it can be difficult to control, you know, to get the right dose. There's nothing worse than being baked out of your mind when you didn't plan on it. And you know, once you eat it, there's no turning back. You sit there suffering, stone out of your mind. That's why when I need a perfect medium high, I hit up my friends at Diet Smoke for their delicious Delta H THC gummies. Diet Smoke isn't light, it's just right. Delta 8 is simply a slightly less potent THC. So the, the THC you're probably used to is called Delta 9. And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke Extract, their Delta 8 from hemp plants. So some may call this a loophole. I call it a secret recipe for getting a nice, smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Diet Smoke is legal in most states. It's not prescription. Just check Diet Smoke's website to see if they ship their gummies to your state. When CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy a smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com and use promo code J-R-E-R for 20% off your order. That's J-R-E-R, dietsmoke.com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the J-R-E Review. Uh, Joined as always by my sidekick, co-host, whatever, Garrett. How you doing, bud? Yo, what's cracking? That's a big yo, big yo. Uh, I wanted to open up, I don't know if you guys are following Russell Brand on uh, YouTube, like his YouTube channel is massive, we're talking like four and a half million listeners, and he's kind of become like a news guy, but he's still funny, he's doing great reporting, man. Finally, finally, there's like a handful of them, and he's definitely leading leading the pack, I'd say. Yeah, it's weird how these comedians are becoming like the voice of reason. Like it just he's he's so smart too. Like he has that whole background of uh, he just he knows he knows psychology. He knows all kinds of things. It's interesting hearing his perspective too. Being a guy that used to be like totally into drugs and alcohol, and to see his path kind of unfold the way it has, and now he's an insightful speaker that's kind of speaking to the masses is awesome. Yeah, yeah. He just highlighted this. Uh, I don't know if if any of you guys saw, but. The um, so the parliament in England, right? Our government out there in England, uh, had a party over Christmas when they were telling, and now they've been really strictly locked down, like way more so than than the U.S. Even really in the most strict places in the U.S., which is like 
New York and California, it, it, the whole of England has been more strict than that for a longer period of time. Really? It's a, it's mostly how really? Europe is. Really, most of the world is more strict than how the U.S. has been, and it's been annoying enough over here. But as far as I understand, um, it's like to to hang out with your family like last Christmas because they had like all these restrictions on who you could where you could travel to and who you could meet up with like people were straight up having to break the law maybe i'm wrong so don't quote me on this but i think this is how this worked when i was talking to members of my family they had to like break the law to hang out on christmas day right yet the parliament is having this massive party wow they're just all hanging out having a party right after they make these rules and it's just so frustrating it's like they have they have these government bodies have not Dude, done well for the like how much we trust them. It's the Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom story just on the other side of the water, huh? Basically, is what it sounds like. I mean, not good, bro. Not cool. And it kind of also highlights like if this was as dangerous as everyone was saying, and you know, it's a problem. People have died. I get it. Like it's it is true. It's a problem. They were worried the hospitals could fill up. I I get that. That's a legit concern that everyone believed. But people in Parliament don't want to get sick and die. So if it was really as bad as they're saying, and you got to cover up, wear masks, everyone stay apart, they would have stayed away from each other. They would have done it because they don't want to get sick. They're not like. I mean, is go on. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say is that is this is that situation where it's it's oh, I there's no science, man. <laughs> I hate saying that. And I don't want to sound hippie, but the idea that you're gonna shut down small restaurants and and just pick and choose and think that that's gonna be like okay, we can't all get together for holidays. Like you're just coming up with these asinine. They're just theories. They're not even factual scenarios. It's and the fact that we're basing our lives on these man-made prophecies of this virus spreading seems so fucking dumb Dude, you have to balance danger and threat right right with the right. importance of community and connection it's like Dude, we, it's, we can't do a zoom christmas like it right it doesn't work like that it's not gonna work right. but anyway that's a right. bit of a tangent but i just wanted to talk about it because i just thought that shit was crazy all right who we got this week right. we got ted nugent um, Stephen Pinker, and then Derek from More Plates, More Dates, and I and there was the the guy of the ancient um civilization. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. We're not going to cover that one though, but it, yeah. it's interesting if you like that sort of Shout ancient out. um how, civilization how shit. Yeah, it was really good. I liked how he kept calling Joe Joe as well. It's hilarious. He's like, listen, Joe, Joe. I'm like, all right, dude. Now, Ted Nugent, I love his energy. I love the fact that he's like the quintessential, like, kind of American rock star forever. But he's he does get a little difficult to listen to sometimes. I remember that Did, last time he was on. It's like, oh, he just he, he, he steamrolls. He gets he gets worked up, bro. He's he's used to being the center of attention all the time. So yeah, yeah. It, he's it, used it, to people it, it, listening to everything that he, he says. He, I get it. And to and to his credit, man, he's got some reasonable fucking points on a lot of things he says, even though he's so over the top. Like he, it kind of is hard to 
argue with a lot of the things that he talks about. Yeah, talks I wish he didn't whole... talk about how the left was evil constantly. That right. seemed a I, bit I think silly. That... Like, come on. Like, that's half I the people that the... in the country. Like, relax a little Well, it's bit. still, it's, yeah, the, the right and left should be divisive so much. And it seems like a cop-out at this point to say you're so right or you're so left and you automatically have this agenda de- depending on who you are. That just is not realistic it's from my perspective. And that's the, that's the weird thing from both sides. Everybody demonizes the other side. It's like that's that's never going to be a functional way of discourse or a way to ever find a solution if you're the only thing is hate campaigns. You know what I mean? It's true. That's true. But it, you know, I I don't know. I mean, you got to think he's like at the forefront of like hunting rights and <laughs> and like gun stuff. So so you know, he's 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 in a difficult spot to kind of stay somewhat balanced with i mean when you're when you're that guy it's probably he's getting a lot of like very angry people messaging him sometimes i'm sure so it's it's probably easy for him to just see everyone that disagrees with him as like pieces of shit all the same yeah imagine if you were getting a bunch of dms all the time like saying you're the worst human that ever lived or whatever you just you're not gonna like whoever says that to you yeah, and then you're going to connect them with, like, that side of politics, I would assume. I don't know. That, that's a good explanation. Nobody DMs me, so it's fine. I don't have to worry about it. I was going to say, I haven't, I haven't gotten that yet, so mm. I, I don't have any frame of reference. Hopefully not, ever. That would be interesting, because uh, even if you don't want to, just your natural into, I mean, process is to hit that button, even if you're like, I know this isn't going to turn out well. <laughs> yeah, DMs. dude, you would be nosy. You you <laughs> know no even way. Rogan, he says he never checks right. the comments. Dude, he looks sometimes. He probably mm. gets high some days, and he's like, I'm just going to have a look, and then regrets right. it, like massively regrets it. I mean, as long as you can laugh at yourself, I think that that's the idea of life. You know what I mean? If you can laugh at yourself, and I, I mean, easier said than done sometimes when people are being critical, but I don't take myself too seriously anyway, so I, I mean... That's yeah. why shit rolls, but fair enough, fair enough. But we do appreciate the nice, happy, positive reviews. So if anyone wants Absolutely. to do those, they do make you feel sure. better. They are nice. They do that. And the other ones, they do, they do hurt a little bit. I gotta say. <laughs> I but then like sometimes how, I agree. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're idiots. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get Makes it. sense. Yeah, uh, he, he he was talking about somebody trying to. T- he was talking about how they made the ATF. Remember oh, dude, he got alcohol. really worked up with it. That was almost... I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to punch Joe? Like, how angry yeah. is he right now? He was so dude, worked I, up. I, I wasn't watching it initially. I couldn't... I figured he had the guitar in there, but I and then I had to turn it on to see. I'm like, is he playing all these riffs just off the cuff? Like, it was insane, dude. Dude, he played Jimmy he's Hendrix. definitely very good with that. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize he was that solid. Just to be able to pick it up and... <laughs> Well, I mean, to talk about his, like, rock career for a minute, like, he has been pretty fucking famous and on top since, in in his own right, right? Like, he's Mm -hmm. not, like, a Rolling Stones, but, like, he's a big, well-known act. He's been doing this forever. Forever, bro. Dude, so long, it doesn't even make any sense. Imagine being a rock star that long. No wonder he doesn't drink or do drugs. He'd be dead. He never did, either. That's kind of... Yeah, kind of wild. I, I'm like, bro, I, you became a rock star. You gotta have at least a couple of years of like going completely <laughs> off the rails. Like, please. He He's like, no, I'd rather hunt. Does. I'd rather hunt. I know. 
I think there's something to be said for that. I was thinking that in relation to hunters because they get this rap that they're just savages and out there trying. That's what the left says is all for. I don't even know what the argument is at this point, but if you're going to eat factory farm food and then fucking criticize somebody for hunting, you're a fucking hypocrite idiot point blank. So no way around that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, but you know what's cool? He has a son who's a vegan. And he understands right. him and respects him. So, so to say he doesn't listen at all to other, uh, like you know that him and his son have like talked about this a lot. Oh, I'm sure. You know, and They're and then too- he brings up the point. I, this is always an argument that I just I don't know if I'd ever have with a, a vegan. I just feel like, well, I don't want to argue with anyone really anyway. But like the whole one where it, where you say, well, it kills a lot of animals when you like, um grow grain or soy or whatever and then you plow the fields like that makes sense that's why the birds are there they're just eating like the dead mice and things like this and i don't i don't know it probably is true right and it would be a good point but the point just seems like they would just dismiss it so fast it would get annoying to even bring up like they would just say well you know we're doing our best and it's it's the point that we're trying to help and blah 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 but I'm like, well, I don't know. What do what do we do? Do we get data on like what is the mass of dead creature at the end of a field harvest? And if it's like twelve deer, then wouldn't killing three deer be better? But then they probably just say, uh, well, we make a lot more food though that way. It's a lot more food. Doesn't this? Doesn't it sound like you could just interchange the details with this vaccine? How do you mean? <laughs> With what you just said, like pretty much every detail just associated in a different realm of all the things you just said. Wouldn't you rather kill three deer rather than 11 deer and just breaking it down like that kind of thought process? That's not the thought process. The thought process is we're trying. We're trying. It's it's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. Yeah, no, I know what we're, you mean. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying. It's like, what the fuck is trying, dude? No, you're not, first of all. Second of all. Stop with the power mongering. Stop with the fear mongering. Stop yeah, with the bullshit. It's almost like when you hear about people that are really big into recycling, and and John Oliver did this show on it, and they're like, dude, they don't recycle any of that shit half the time. No. So it's like they just you're they virtuous do it. for what five? It's kind of virtue signaling, right? It's like not actually effective, but at least it sounds good, and they're trying. I don't want to sound like I'm not into recycling. I am. I did. No. Good idea, but. I'm into anything that makes sense that helps everybody. I'm in for that on any of those occasions. But the idea that you just have this idea that it works, but you don't have any factual information, <laughs> i.e. masks, it, um, we're just playing along for the placebo effect or for the for the eyes, for the optics, because that's what it seems like. We're doing all this stuff for show. Nobody actually it. believes yeah. in it. Case in point, the parliament situation. Nobody fucking genuinely deep down is like, I think we're all past that at this point. Cause I mean, I don't want to say all. And I think we're all just ready to move the fuck on. And it's like people are just hanging on like a cat on a goddamn Branch. screen door. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just hang in there. Like, let me get it. It's like get the fuck off How the screen we get door, here? bro. And I also <laughs> need to get down on the ground. God, move forward, Jesus, dude. Remember when they were talking about that tick? that you can get so like Ooh. ticks freak me out dude because you get lyme's disease and i i work yeah. security with a guy uh at the king's head pub in santa monica once that once had lyme disease 
and right. it does like things to your brain like oh it can and you, it, dude it really messes you up like i used to talk to him and he was a nice guy a good security yeah. guy too always took that job seriously but would like say that he could like see angels or something and supposedly he worked there long enough to where people knew that he um like knew him before he had this and like he didn't talk like this and he used to say some wacky stuff like it, it like that disease really threw him for a loop like really made him sick and it, it's so hard to cure because i think it's one of those things where it's not really like one thing it's a bunch of like maybe weird parasites that they don't really know what's going on so they just lump you in with like you have lyme disease but a lot of the cases are different and it just takes you out and then the one that they talked about the uh what was it the lone star disease or lone star yeah whatever it makes you allergic to meat like what it's like nature somehow controlling that that yeah, I, I don't know what the explanation is for that. Dude, that would be such a bummer. Like, such... <laughs> so, but seriously, though, I'd lose so much weight if all I could eat was salad and fish. I could never keep my weight on. I've, I've had this conversation. This is going to sound like a... This might be better for Derek Plates dates. But I think about the things about the protein powder. I, I will say that the beta alanine prior to the working out, but... I don't know, man. I haven't really changed a whole lot of things in it. Even when I take the protein or I do the full cycle of herbal life or I do the full cycle of whatever these supplements are, I can genuinely tell you there's not a whole lot of difference. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even, I don't notice any difference. Really. Well, I can't it, tell you what's one. herbal life? Isn't that that pyramid scheme though? Single yeah, back in the day. No, but, yeah, well, it is. And it was, but this one, I had this one lady like sponsor me at one time and I was like, trying to promote the personal training stuff and she she was like maybe you could be a spokesperson for this she's like i'm just gonna give you a bunch of these products and then you can respond and tell me how you feel and this that and the other so i was like strict on it and i'll tell you the six weeks or two months that i did it i didn't see any difference like you want to believe it and i think that if you're taking it you're like are you getting this mindset bit of placebo effect i feel i feel better but i can tell you and it sucks to say this because i took that athletic greens religiously every single day and i think maybe it's a placebo like at least i'm providing my body with these nutrients whether or not i feel it but i can't there hasn't really been a product where i'm just uh, so blown away by its effectiveness that i could ever like get behind it you know what i mean have you do you have any products like that like i'm like i said beta alanine if that's what you want i don't do that i drink coffee majority of the time i appreciate a good good pre-workout but it's not a necessity you know yeah i i I guess we really should get back to this with the Derek one to be honest but i i just have like a small amount of supplements that i take which are like the standard you know d3 um i think i take magnesium um i have zinc for when i'm sick what else to bring that back around as far as the meat conversation goes i i I, same kind of conversation i don't know that i would really miss out on meat, and that's kind of what my girl always tries to push because when we go out i'm still satisfied with the veggie burger or the whatever the fuck i'm not that like that over the top on needing a certain kind of food as long as it's good, I'm cool with it. Yeah, but. fair enough. And I, I think I'm that way. Like, I probably should... You know what's weird? Like, sometimes you do go out to eat and you're just like... if, Like, I never think of getting the veggie, whatever the vegetarian right. thing is on the menu. And there's a lot of good stuff there. I was a vegetarian right. for the first 14 years of my life. Like, I, I right. like it. 
I don't know why That's I don't think in- of that more. I always just think, well, what's the meat I'm getting? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, interesting. It's just become like... Yeah, it, just really, like, it really yeah. has. That's just like... The- that's like when you think about those people when they go out to dinner. It's like, you know, if, you, if you've been your friend for a while and they're like Diet Coke or whatever, that one person that always orders the same drink every single time you go out. And you're like, what if you just said water instead of Diet Coke? Right. <laughs> well, dude, dude, <laughs> Diet been, Coke is you, you, garbage. <laughs> well, you shouldn't drink you've been that. Saying diet, you've, been saying, you've been saying Diet Coke since fucking you were 13 and haven't changed it. Now you're 37 saying Diet Coke every time you go out to Chili's. It's like, come on. Yeah. Switch it up. Diet Coke and a hot dog. Shout out to TJ. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice little morning, 9 a.m. snack. Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, I was fascinated, and I guess I'd never thought about this listening to that pod, but like when they were talking about how Les Paul invented the electric guitar, like 1945, right? Think about that. It's the end of the Second World War. Think of all the changes, the upheaval. Like, you think COVID is bad for us? Like, forget about it, bro. <laughs> World War II right. was bad. That was probably a right. nightmare for people. But then think I'm about sure. it. Like, they said that a guitar was really like a kind of back-played instrument before that. And it would right. be. It's all acoustic. And now all of right. a sudden, you can just jam. I mean, it, it's can... a... Yeah, it, like, you can't really do that with the drums. You can't make, like... I guess they had, like synthesized electric drums in the right. 80s that was a bit cheesy but you can sing with the guitar you know it has a voice of its own of course right so now you have like badass solos and they probably right. didn't bother with acoustic solos like kind of but you're not you're not going to be like slash in beat it <laughs> with michael right. jackson with an with an right. acoustic guitar it's just not going to work but what a revolutionary right. event for like music like, it changed the game. Music 100%. did kind of suck before people like Elvis, to be honest. I don't even remember music really before Elvis. Yeah, I mean, it, right. I, I, you know how we all got the end of the year Spotify thing? It's like what you listen to all year and blah, right. blah, blah. Also, I did, I think, I can't remember. Like, was it 26,000 minutes of Joe Rogan podcast? I would like to know oh, if wow. anyone out there is listening, like email us, like link in the bio. I would love to see a screenshot of someone like where yes. your where your minutes are, like how much you listened. I'm fascinated right. to like see how much people put in. But, you know, you look, go through your Spotify thing and almost no one is probably listening to music before like, I don't know, 1960, to be honest. Right. Right. Maybe some classical hits. Mm hmm throwing an electric guitar with that yeah i I don't want i don't want to go back to the separation of the parties but i wanted to kind of touch on a situation that was near and dear to my heart i just i we've talked about the circumstances and the situations that we have with people here kind of dictate our and facilitate some of our conversation on the podcast and i happen to have a guy who was self-proclaimed Israeli Jew that was a business owner in Santa Monica. And this reminds me of the Ted Nugent thing because it seems like it's so polarizing, but at the same time, people on such opposite ends of the spectrum initially have now somehow found their way together to, like, retaliate against the mob. Right. So he was just telling me he's lived in Venice for 23 years. He's like, he shout out to him. He, he was part owner of Dogtown Coffee in Santa Monica. 
And he said, over the past year, I've watched everything just kind of crumble. And he said, I had to take my American flag. This is a, an Israeli Jew, like a refugee that's came over here and made a name for himself in probably one of the hardest markets to do so in Santa Monica. Like, talk about prime real estate and difficulty to probably set that up. And it's been a namesake forever at this point. But the fact that watching that crumble and hearing him talk about it, it was, it's so weird that these, 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 policies have polarized some people so much because now he's so right he's like i've always been liberal i've always but they've provided me with no other option and he said it's like he says it's either like communism or fucking revolt it seems like explain expand a little bit on what you were telling me about the flag thing that happened uh he said that he was approached by like he didn't want to necessarily say people like antifa but his place is right on main street there so it's like right in the forefront of Santa Monica. So it's probably people walking up and down saying probably, and I might be making assumptions, but rich white kids probably saying, fuck the United States. Like the people that are the, probably not the people that are, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's so weird. Who's standing up for these causes. It's like these probably more, not entitled, but just more resources and, but are criticizing the system. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's not the actual people. What you're saying is not the people that are really repressed. No, no. Uh, it's like it's... people speaking on their, but people speaking on their behalf, and they're like, "Don't fucking speak on my behalf." Mm. Like that's, you know what I mean? I, I don't think that people really agree. It's like you think you're doing something virtuous, but you're not. So they you're wanted not. him to take his American flag down. Uh, yeah, the Jewish or Israeli guy who had the American flag because he appreciated freedom and everything that America stands for. He was forced to take it down by people like yelling at him and being harassed outside of his place. Long huh. story short, I don't I don't know all the details, but that was what he said. And he's like, at that point, he's like, he's like, I just don't appreciate it. And he said he's moving to South Dakota and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, fuck, man, this is. I go, you know what I did say to him immediately? I was like, man, you need to put this on Instagram because if people see stories like this, like a longtime business being shut down because of this nonsense. I would get on board with that, and I know a lot of people are just waiting for one person to be enough to have enough balls to stand up when faced with adversity and and, and make an example. You know? Yeah. It's not you don't ever want to be the first guy because then that's you gotta take the brunt. That's but it's... heartbreaking to hear. That is the American dream, right there. Like you know? he came over, like set that's up my... in a great spot. That's a dope coffee spot too that's that's what i'm saying dude i'm I'm like i'm like get on there and tell that story and i think that you could have a fucking i mean a documentary right there that a lot of people would get on board with you wouldn't take a whole lot you know what i mean like shit small business that was maintained by whatever i mean it's just like these things need to be exposed that's what needs to happen and it seems like we have the ability to do so even though they're trying to shadow ban people and stop them from speaking out but the one avenue that we do have is such a far reach as given the circumstances that we need to start indulging ourselves in these like these problems and start start making them it would be nice it'll provide us with no other option it would be nice to support like people like that right absolutely That's, that's a tough gig they're working hard and you know they provide a great service and okay they're not mcdonald's so they don't have the backing of nine thousand other stores to where they can you know ride this you know wave this storm out 
It doesn't work like <laughs> that for them. He he he's like, dude, we've done the outdoor dining, and he's like, that still they're trying to regulate that. And he's like, it's just a money grab at this point, and it's like everybody is judging everybody else. We've known this for the past year now, and I, I the, the circles that we surround ourselves with. I don't think are are buying into it. I, I don't know. Every con- like I've said it millions of times at this point, but every one on one conversation I have with another person doesn't have the sentiment that is being portrayed. Well, you know what? As far it, as I'm concerned, this is what actually, even though that ATF rant was like quite a lot to listen to, um, I'd never thought about it like that. When he was like, "Why do we need organizations like government police style?" you know, crack down. They have, like, basically armored vehicles to go smash into stuff to protect alcohol, uh, tobacco, and firearms. Like, yeah, there's, and this like, is- a danger issue, and there's some different things, but it's like, hold on a second. what? Why is that all the way necessary? Right. Like, what are, what are you trying and, to and do this is co- this is coming from a guy who doesn't drink or smoke, so it doesn't have an agenda out the gate either. So he's speaking on it from... Well, he does like firearms. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the one thing that is agreed. But the fact that those three things, he broke it all down. He's like, one's an architect or uh, agricultural uh, product. And then he said alcohol and then guns. It's like they, the way he described it, people just coming up with random shit to put in like one little umbrella category and make somebody in charge of it. Yeah, what stood out to me is when he said tyrants, unarmed and helpless victims. And then they kind of talked about what's going on in Australia because they took their guns away. And it's like, sure. it's a fascinating thing. Like, definitely the countries with the least guns probably had the most control. And I don't want to be like, you know, I came from England. We had no guns over there. Like, I, I'm i just, like, trying to observe and speak to what I see. But that kind of is an interesting thing. It's like the states what's, where people the, had the most guns were the hard, like, the least locked down. They're like, nah, we're not doing this shit. What, what's the benefit from their perspective to not have guns is it just that there's going to be peace because there's no guns uh there was a massacre like i think a school shooting or something in australia and that really upset everybody and then they just basically said hey we're gonna take the guns away and i think a lot of people agreed right away because it really upset the country and then you know over time because jim jeffries has a great bit on it which actually is still one of the funniest comedy bits ever and it's about guns and he's not he's definitely not pro-gun so he and you know it's a good bit though from a comedy standpoint it's very funny um but yeah after they after that they just kind of handed them back and they never got them back and you know they don't have like the national rifle association i think over there so there wasn't like big lobbyist groups that could could like save that motion from going through and you know, the, America has an interesting setup with all these different states. I mean, unless they just band them all federally across the board, but they just, it's just going to be way there's, harder to do it in this country. This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. When do we decide to stop upholding free speech as a basic right? What's playing out right now in big tech companies and social media sites sets a dangerous precedent. Look, it doesn't matter what your politics are or who you voted for. Everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. Sadly, the big tech monopoly has instead opted for silencing tactics and censorship. To fight back against big tech's control of the internet, I use ExpressVPN. When you use ExpressVPN app on your phone 
or computer, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address that makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. So let's stop allowing big tech to revoke our rights of free speech. Why not revoke their rights to your data instead? Secure your internet with the VPN I trust for online protection. Visit expressvpn.com slash J-R-E-R. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash J-R-E-R to get three extra months free with the link in the bio. There's so many guns in this country that... There, you, no way you could seek them all out unless you had like some nah ma- I mean, magnetic drone that could go get all of them somehow. <laughs> you right? <laughs> Give them back. Give them. <laughs> all right, let's let's jump over to uh, Stephen Pinker, who was let's be fair, a little bit easier to listen to just for like his yeah, pace to, of communication. To, I, what books has he written? I, I feel like I've read I've read a book that he's written. I could just hear his voice. Yeah, I think. Over. I think I've read some too. He's he's got from what I understand some great books that are worth checking out and I'm going to have to go back and see if I have any. I was looking at my bookshelf actually before we did this, but I didn't have any from him. Uh smart guy though. I like how he talks. Yes. Very interesting. Like wrote a book about rationality and it's like uh yeah, we I think we've lost a lot of our rational thinking. I think I have too. I'm probably less rational than I was to be honest. I mean, you know, I want to believe, I think, I think we all want to believe that we're super rational, but shit's just got so we, weird. It's like, what is going on? Uh, yeah, I think that as long as rationality is the goal, you're, you're working in the right direction. So if you ever lose sight of having a bias one way or another before trying to approach rationality as the main goal, we got a fucking issue. That seems to be the politics of what's going on right now. If everybody was trying to reach out and find a rational reason for what's going on and how to make it a rational decision on how to correct the fucking ship, maybe we'd all be moving in the right direction, right? Yeah, but I mean, <coughs> it's what what does it mean? There's there's got to be some tenets of it, and it and I think about it with just regular discussions. You know, like if you're gonna talk to somebody that has a different opinion, like, everyone needs to put down some ground rules. Like, number one, we don't need to raise our voice. We don't need to talk over each other. It it should be podcast rules. Try not to talk over each other. Sit and let the other person speak and finish their point and, like, get to it that way. But you just get into it with people, and it's like whether you get heated or they do, it's so much. It's just so much energy that you're just like, okay, no one's persuading anyone right now. And it just makes you like further away. You just drive down even harder into your position and it just right. destroys rationality. It's that whole, it's that whole attachment to ideas because if your approach is always rational, then you don't have a, a, a bias prior to or an attachment to an idea. You're willing to hear out the other person's yeah, that's the hope, but we all need to be reminded constantly. I mean, I don't know about you, like I do. I need to constantly remind myself because oh, it's, it's so easy to do that. And to be honest with you, we've said this too, If the amount of, and Jocko, he talked about it on his, he's like, the, whenever you admit fault or you have the, you have the ability to like self-reflect, people appreciate that. They don't demonize that. They appreciate you saying, oh, you're right, let's, let's do that. That makes more sense. Yeah. 
but we've moved away from it because the because the politicians like teach us on live tv and every announcement never admit that you did anything wrong ever and just no gloss sense, over right. it and push through but there isn't a benefit i don't know why they think there is it's like we trust you less bro you're like my one friend that lies a lot i don't trust you no. now just say we tried this it didn't work we're trying this yeah sorry about that's, that no i'm okay with that to be honest <laughs> it's i better. feel like that's something it's something i can get behind it's something i can appreciate it's something that is a human fucking attribute that shows some character like that is willing to say maybe i didn't do it right this time i'm gonna fucking try and figure out the next time right. i will say it's interesting he's being a scientist i guess and, and i don't know how many conspiracy theories you you think you're a part of or whatnot and are, are willing to believe but it's interesting hearing coming from a scientist he has to like basically blanket statement he doesn't believe in any conspiracy theories so it's like when you don't do that that's a weird thing too if we're going to consider rationale i thought that when he was saying it because it was almost like you don't have to believe but if you're going to explore the facts i mean case in point the epstein case where he tried to break down he's like yeah but then joe's like no 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 he's like the way he choked out was not physically possible to choke himself, and he was like, "Hmm, maybe there is something there." But he still had to—he still had to like err on the side of science to say that no, that couldn't have been a fucking option. Yeah, it's almost like if you make the statement, "I don't believe in any conspiracy theories," you're almost putting yourself in a position where you won't allow your thoughts to even question something that sounds odd. Right, and so that's, that's what probably I not he, good. That's what I thought when he said that. I thought that that I appreciate the science of everything, but at the same time, it's it's worth it's worth hearing things through. Yeah, you know? he is right though. Most of them are bullshit, and you got to be real careful which road you go down before you're a QAnon or a flat earther or thinking I mean, there's a people you said, around. <laughs> I mean, when I think conspiracy theories, I think that I'm open minded to them. But the only one that I give any opportunity to is, I mean, I think this. I think COVID's a conspiracy at some point, at this point. Not necessarily that it's not a real thing, but I think that there's aspects of what's gone on that are definitely proprietary blends of conspiracy. Yeah, the control, the control, (laughs) elements of the control factor have always been my issue with it, for sure. Right, right. So you you can call it what you want to call it. You can call it what you want to call it and label it this, that, and the other, but at the end of the day... There's some fishy shit that's been going on. Dude, all when stuff. I when I go to England, so I have to get, um, I think my Johnson and Johnson is good that I took, so that's okay. They they I do allow that. They don't require a different one, which is good. I didn't want to have to take another one. Then I have to get a test before I go, two days, forty eight hours. Then when I get there, I have to take a PCR test, forty eight hours after. Then I have to fill out this form, which I think says where i'm gonna be the whole time it's like a travel log i'm pretty sure i haven't looked at it fully but i'm like hold on hold on a second like wait what do i have to do like shouldn't i be able to just go home and see my friends and family and not have to like i think my whereabouts is my business a little bit well i i i i think i mentioned I mentioned to my buddy about this situation, and he was like, oh, well, he, if he was vaccinated, it'd be that much easier. I go, he is vaccinated. So it's like, what in the fuck is going on? You've already complied, and now you're still facing this bullshit. Yeah, like a bunch of it. <laughs> like a bunch of shit. And it's you're like, hey, this, is, this is my, my vacation. That's my point. Can you leave that's me my alone, point. please? So, 
So you'd be you'd literally be going through the same shit I'd be going through. They wouldn't even let you go there if you didn't have the vaccine. No, case? no, you can't get in. You can't get just in to that vaccine. What do we know? The areas where you can't do that is that specific to Europe, or is that was there other places there? Dude, I'm pretty sure that you can't fly to any other country in the world without a vaccine, as far as I know. Maybe Canada. I don't know if they require. It. I think they do. It's like America Meanwhile, is actually like a bit loose. But if you're not American and you fly to the U.S., I think they do require the vaccine for you to fly here. So it's just countrywide right now. I mean, every country. It's worldwide. Like, you just got to have it. If you want to leave the country. If, if, you sure. had this, if, you, if, if you had an open ticket to go anywhere in the U.S. or Europe or anywhere to set up shop for the next five years, where would you go? Oh, I'd like to go to like a cool villa in Italy, I think. And like learn but Italian it, it, and then but, like but isn't make it, pizza uh, well, and just hang here, out. I, I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate your eat, I appreciate your eat, pray, love moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a but, bitch. Now I regret saying all of that. But I want to just reflect reflect on Italy. I thought Italy was super fucked. I'm thinking from a, I, you got to factor everything in. Like Oh, you're talking like where would I go to get some freedom? No, well, where would you go to be optimistically happy and where would you find that? Cuz I'm trying to think. I mentioned the situation, my living situation will figure itself out, but um, Yeah, keep keep talking. I got to I got to urinate. <laughs> well, I was talking to Todd and it was like this this rent situation here. It's like you're paying 3 grand to live on the beach and Todd was like, you know what you could get in, in South Florida? You could get for three grand, you could have a fucking four bedroom house on the canal. And I'm like, I'm like, well, that's a, that's a thick piss. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. In the middle of this, it's gonna be a fucking editing nightmare if we take a pause. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, live by the canal, bro. That's a great spot in Venice to live in. Well, I would love to no, live he, over there. There's I everything. Do live there by that. He, but he was talking about if I wanted to spend three grand in Florida, I could probably have my own house. Rather dude, dude, wait, 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 wait. Are you talking to me now and you're not by your computer? This is not how you record. But okay, you're right there. Good. Sometimes, bro, with you, I just don't know. If you're not clanging around and making a lot of noise. I apologize, guys. Thanks. Thanks for sticking with us and listening through all of the chaos. Anyhow. Um yeah, as far as that's what I'll ask you that question again from a from a COVID slash freedom slash happiness slash weather. What's because I, I keep thinking about that now. Maybe this is an opportunity for me to switch up my living situation and, and evaluate where else I could go, or even a different country, or just anything. Yeah, I think I did it though. The Bozeman for me was that. Like I don't know if it's forever or for whatever, but I really did search out, and you know this. Like I. I had a great spot in Santa Monica. I loved it. You know I loved it there. I really enjoyed my home and my life, but it just felt like I needed to go somewhere else. And I kind of did try to seek out the most open and, you know, available places. I was I was in Nashville for a while, and I was like, this place is pretty open. This is good. But they started to close that down. They closed Broadway down. I was like, ah, I don't know if they're going to be able to close this place too. 
And then that was it. I heard the Bozeman was like, it's open, and it's like Montana life. It's just, it's different. And it, it and it kind of, I mean, it was a bit separated. Like, you would go into places, maybe the if you went to a restaurant that had a bar, the bar area would be closed. The seating was limited. But, I mean, mostly it was open. And they weren't super strict with masks all the time. And, and you, they didn't have problems as well. So they did the right thing up here. And I, I think there's just, like, an energy here that allows for that. So, I don't know, bro. I think that I'm already at the place that I would go to. That's why part of me feels like I'm, like, fighting to stay in California. Especially given the circumstances now. Like, Don't ask my opinion, bro. I'll say get the fuck out of there all day long. You know that. But do, you do you. I mean, I'm a beach boy, but I hear you. Yeah, you beach boy. Island boy. <laughs> Full on island boy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, and they, I think Steven Pinker, like, touched on a lot of uh, this kind of squirrely energy that is going on as well. I mean, right. he, even getting into, what did he talk about? He was saying, he had this, like, oh, motivated reasoning, right? To support oh, right, their right. idea, even if it's irrational. So people have right. that. And even very intelligent people can have that. And I wonder if there's like a strategy to figure out if you're doing that motivated reasoning thing. It's like, I wonder, I feel like, I feel like oh, if you get heated about an issue when you're talking to someone, you probably need to reassess your position right. just in case you're getting a little bit too excited about like what you're thinking. And and possibly being biased or not thinking think it through, that, like something like that. To further that point, I think he was touching on the fact of how, um, what were they talking about? Testimony and whenever they interrogate somebody and they they tell them, this is what you saw. Is this like they 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 kind of paint them into the scenario? Remember when they're talking about that? Mm-hmm. Um, eyewitness testimony is so fucking wishy washy because they can say things and are like psychologically trained in ways that they can kind of formulate your thoughts. Yeah. Like change your own memories by asking you right, questions. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. that kind of alludes to, alludes to how they kind of do this like mind control with people, you know? Yeah. Or I don't know. I just <laughs> lie anyway. I dude, right. I had a court case once, which you know about and in it, the person described my actions in a way that I 100% remember them doing, which is the weirdest thing. Like, the way that they described what I was doing was what I saw them do, which was the total opposite. Like, they, and, and it's just like, it makes you almost think, wait a minute, did I remember that wrong? Like, I think I'm telling no, I, the truth. No, yeah, 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 that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing about video. It's like, you could think something the whole day long when a video comes up here and just... Oh, I did did do that. Or if you have a message or something, that's why it's like a timestamp in history. Yeah, dude. Imagine recording like your whole day, and then Ugh. and then having to go back and rethink your day. But then you can also watch your day, and you're like, oh, that oh, didn't line up at shit. all. I thought it was right. way he different said, than that. He said he said the average human lies twice a day without knowing. Hmm. I wonder what or my lies like, were today or, then. Or, or or with or without intention, you know? I, yeah. Or whatever. I don't, like, like an accidental so. lie. Right. 
which we, seems we, pretty fucking feasible. Like if you're being honest, like not yeah. intentionally, because because you, you know if somebody's like, I know you said that, or I know they said that, and then you go check the reference and it doesn't say that. And you're just yeah. Like, okay. Well then, you just are the boy who cried wolf. So now you don't get to say that again, motherfucker. Right. We probably did it already <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> right. Just like, just so you know, we're sorry. It wasn't intentional. I'm trying not right. to. I really am. What did you think right. of the the last bit that they talked about? How so? Pinker is often saying that this is the best time to be alive, and he gets a lot of criticism for it because people are like it's bullshit, it's racist, it's all fucked up. And I'm like, look, I get it. There's some weird stuff going on, and things seem like a mess, but it definitely is better than it has been. I Bro, mean, maybe hungry, COVID not... wasn't great, but like we're still like you're... old people are living a long time, like. You're not trapping you got, beavers, bud. You're not trapping beavers. Yeah, yeah we're not trapping. Shut us. the fuck. Shut the fuck up. That's a tough job. <laughs> Shout out to all those trappers out there. That is not easy. Not easy in the cold. Not at yeah. all. It's like, why would he get hate for it? What a waste of time. Like, if you're that angry, but definitely complain to someone else. This guy well, here's, is doing his best. Here's here's the thing. When you have the platform that these guys have. It just—it's probably these Russian bots, man. Like I, I don't know the—I don't know no the doubt, actual probably. but it, it seems like it's like they just have to have the blowback. Yeah, you know that would justify a lot more things. Now that I've had that insight to that, that possibility, now I'm just going to chalk it up to oh bots. It's bots. I mean, Dude, maybe well. maybe Why? everything's bots. It's just like one maybe. giant AI <laughs> in a super smart computer just trolling every human that exists and freaking us it, out because it thinks it's it, funny. It, I mean, just tell me the joke. I'm down to laugh. I would appreciate that understanding. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that would make a little bit more sense on some of these things. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's jump over to Derek and the plates and the dates. This podcast is brought to you by Nin Nicotine Pouches. Nin is a cutting-edge synthetic nicotine pouch brand that's setting the new standard for nicotine pouches in the U.S., with its lineup of zero tobacco nicotine pouches. I use nicotine pouches. I like them. Nin's products are great. I've tried every flavor. They have citrus, chill, cinnamon, cool mint, spearmint, wintergreen. They become in three milligram, six milligram. And what they're doing over at Nin is taking people beyond the tobacco leaf. The inevitable conclusion is a complete removal of all harmful components of the tobacco plant. After trying basically all the nicotine pouches on the market, I have to say Nin really are my favorite. And that's not just because they sponsor me. It's for real. They're great. Go to ninpouches.com. That's N-I-I-N pouches.com and use promo code J-R-E-R 25 to get 25% off your order. This guy is interesting. I knew of him... I think after Rogan referenced something about him checking out John Jones and his right. uh, PD, it was a PD right. Pico levels of like some thing test and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I really liked that guy. I thought yeah, that cool. I would like him to come on again. I think he has a lot of interesting shit to continue adding. I and I felt like that conversation was really good. Like they they they're like equally as meatheady, but right. also. You know, well they're trying to fact stuff and fact check it and learn and like get good at what you yeah. what they're doing. I like to start. Totally. I have to say, he's a big YouTuber, millions of subscribers. Um, and he did seem 
smart. Like, yeah, you could be like, oh, he's not a doctor, don't listen. But it sounds like he's putting a lot of work into understanding yeah. what he's talking he, about. He's, he sought all this information out himself. Like, he just sought it out. There was no other motivation. He just started doing research, and somebody's like, you should go ahead and make a show about that. And he's like, okay. Yeah, he kind of, and I, and I like the way he talked about the pod. Like it just developed on its own. He it wasn't really like this master plan. He didn't go, oh, I know a way to make a load of money. He just was interested and did it. And that's a cool thing about you know being able to, I don't know, pay your bills doing right. a YouTube channel. Like good for good for those guys. That's cool. I respect that. Yeah, I respect that. I kind of yeah. envy it a little bit. <laughs> Not envy, but appreciate it and, and, and think it's a possibility. But yeah, I, I agree. You see, and you see how much impact it has because when people are seeking that stuff out, he knows a lot about the science behind steroids, behind tests, behind GH8, GHB. I'm sorry. Or, I don't know if that's the, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, GHB. GHB. It sounded like he had, he, it sounded he had like quite the frame of reference on quite a few of these things that. Maybe you don't have. I went and sought out a few of his shows and watched a few minutes and a few clips, and he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> it it uh, seems, yeah, it seems like it, and it's it's kind of one of those things that there's such a stigma around the idea of like steroids or or like um, taking tests, even as like I think both of them do, Joanne and Derek. But it's like, hey, he's not out to kill himself doing this, right? And people have done it. They've taken so much that it's been real bad. And he's, like, kind of plowing the way to, like, find the, the I don't know, the, the balance between, like, doing enough to be able to be big and healthy but also not put your heart or your other organs at massive strain. And that's important information. I mean, if there is a real benefit from this stuff, like, it's not just to get massive, but it's, like, maybe feel good, stay acting younger like having more energy having good workouts but not hurting yourself wouldn't you want smart people to figure that out yeah i mean absolutely otherwise um, you know we're back to the 90s and before where you just meet the biggest meathead in your gym and you're like hey bro what do you take and it gives you some you know afghan steroid right. that has a picture of a cow on the picture that's like a massive bull that's jacked and he's like yeah just inject like five mils into you and you're like clearly this guy is not a doctor this is a bad way to take this advice and i've heard that's how it goes this this is a personal experience well it sounds like i have a lot of information about it so you you decide for yourself but yeah i mean i'm here taking bull steroids nice it's been wild out there in those gyms you got to be real careful uh yeah i guess it's i gotta tell you i'm i'm it's almost like hunting i was almost so much against it for so long it kind of falls in that category now for me i've tried so many other things and if you're willing to try a vaccine why not try some fucking steroids at this point but (laughs) i mean i'm i never have and it's been nice to be able to say that but at the same time it's like you've taken I don't know what a good dichotomy or a good metaphor for that is, but there's been a lot of things that I've also put in my body thinking. I, I mean, I was touching on that earlier, thinking that out there were like benefiting me, but I don't know if they really were. Well, I would I'm like sure, to see. I'm sure steroids are better for you than a lot of cocaine. I would imagine. Yeah, I, I would think potentially. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. It's, but... I've heard things about steroids that they that it promotes growth of everything. So if you even have a small amount of cancer, I don't know if this is fact, but this is kind of 
lose fat that it, it promotes the growth of that cancer even quicker just like it would your muscles yeah i mean i don't know enough about it either i mean there's probably some of that like think about it you're you heal quicker from injuries right. so right. so you would imagine that there's like quicker cell division and the faster or more your cells divide the more likely they are to have a mutation and you know i mean i'm just i i don't know i'm just throwing it out there but like that that seems logical but at the same time right you you can also balance like okay so so the carcinogenic effect goes up x amount of percent but also my body works and i have a bunch of energy and i can move and run around and maybe i can adjust in other ways like maybe you could say to yourself i'm sure that if you drink a lot the quitting drinking and then starting steroids might that actually might be a more beneficial event so you could make up for it in other areas i'm not trying to encourage anyone to do steroids i'm just saying that like you know people have bad habits in a lot of ways like people eat fucking fast food quit fast food and then pick up a start steroids other bad no i'm just saying right it's a balance all right i said all that wrong forget forget that some I mean, young I think kid's going to email me and be like, yeah, I quit McDonald's and now I do steroids. I'm like, uh, uh, whoops, I, sorry, I don't know. Don't I mean, let's that. just get some, get it from your doctor, not Pfizer or Moderna, and don't get the bull one, and we'll, maybe we'll roll the dice on that. It might be better for Who knows, bro? Maybe Pfizer and Moderna make the best steroids. I don't I don't know what they're all making. They might have some they good miss, stuff. They, they, they probably make the best cocaine, that's for damn sure. Uh, they, they got the guys that could, no doubt. <laughs> right. <laughs> no doubt. I, it was funny hearing him talk about um, the dating website situation. Did he? He made. He made. I never heard that fact. He said that the vast majority of people on the dating websites aren't. Um. Aren't I don't want to use the word successful, but aren't developing relationships. He's like, there's like five to ten percent that are taking all the. Oh all. yeah, he said. He said with males, it's four <clears> percent <throat> of the men get ninety percent of the women. <laughs> So right. then there's 96% of men fighting over 10% of the women. And that poor 10% of those women, uh, those poor, like uh, well, really. I mean, they got a lot of choice. Don't get me wrong. I'm <laughs> they, just saying that like. They, think, it's, they got 96% of the options here. Yeah. But. It's, 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 that's, but that's a lot for them to like work through too. Like, <coughs> who knows, man? Yes. I, it, like those dating apps are. Like that's right. that's a slippery slope in itself. I, I mean, it's, I, I it, heard... it can be fun for a while, but yeah, you got to be real a, careful on it, those things. I'm always it's... impressed when I hear someone that's like, "I never use them. I just like date normally." I'm like, "Wow!" And then you find, and then, I, and then you find out like... two hours, you find out two hours later that they just deleted it that day. Just <laughs> yeah, so no it. doubt. Let's not let's not fuck around. Like any like, even if you're not trying to do it just from an ego standpoint, from a fucking ego boost. Somewhere along the line, I was listening to Jordan Peterson talk about it a couple of nights ago about how it has affected relationships so much to have so many options and so many whatever the fuck. So I think it's all what you put out. It's all what you want. So you're going to get back. What it's you, probably what you made out. people more picky and less willing to like work hard to make a relationship right, work because right, you've got right. so many options and it's like a right. click of a button. I think that from a female standpoint, that must be like, I mean, I guess it's probably got the same issue for both sides, but it's like, 
Kinda, but I'm sure I'm sure women like if you take an equally attractive female to whatever you are, they're matching with probably I don't e- know ten e- times as e- many e- people as you are. E- e- everybody, and then you have to like kind of thumb through, and then you're like, oh, this guy sucks. I'll go. I could do like six in a day. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know, and they can do it anonymously, so mm-hmm. they don't get those labels like, oh, this right. this person is loose and like you know right. it's never really been fair for women like guys right. will could bang a bunch of chicks and then their friends are like oh this guy's a stud but right. no i don't think any girls are like oh you wouldn't believe how many women <laughs> like guys i slept with this week like they're keeping it quiet yeah and i think that was a, i think that was a thing back in the day i think that that's kind of shifted a little bit i think that this like women empowerment thing kind of maybe maybe they're not talking about it as crudely but i think that I don't think it's as soft. Yeah, as we dude, like I don't. Believe. I don't judge. So I wouldn't start dating yeah. someone and think, "Wait, I'm going to ask him how many people they." I'm like, I hope you oh, yeah. had a lot of fun, <laughs> right? And had right. a great time before I got here, and I'm just happy to spend time with you. <laughs> right. And, that's the that's you know. the appropriate approach. As long as you approach a relationship from that perspective, you can't really lose. I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Because if you're going to judge people on past experience, fuck, I got a rap sheet. Yeah, it's not fair, right? Because because exactly, you have your own history, and that's it's not cool to do that. It's not cool. Let's go back to the Mr. Olympia thing he was talking about. Like, those guys, how jacked they get, how massive. And it's interesting, like, Ronnie Coleman had multiple, what do you say, like, 10 back surgeries, can barely move. And then, uh, like, oh, who was the I British like, uh, guy that was, Dorian Yates. Jacob. Yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah. He's great, um, but yeah, he's, like, not about it now. It's just not yeah. a sustainable thing. It's like he was so t- massive that you just right. get destroyed. You get one fucking meat curtain, and the amount of weight you put on that meat curtain just kind of dictates your comfortability in life. Dude, those guys like. get so massive. Like, just I'm thinking about like little tasks, like sitting in a car, or sitting on the toilet, or getting in a shower. Those tasks are completely magnified whenever your fucking traps are. Popping out of the sides of your shoulders. How do they even get clothes? Like, and and think (laughs) about how much they have to eat. Like, they must constantly think about food. And those workouts are brutal for them too. So brutal. Your your body, your body becomes an actual machine. Like, I feel like mine is to some extent, but that's literally what they're they're thinking about. Yeah. Take, export, and and. Dude, it's more like a pharmaceutical to... chemistry experiment. Like, let's. Be I don't honest. want to talk about. I don't want to talk about their excrement, but I cannot even fathom what's going on. That's giant shits, guaranteed. Huge, <laughs> just fucking. Just, 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 just elephant shits. Yeah, they need like a garbage disposal <laughs> in the toilet, just because it's <laughs> never. They don't make them big. They don't make them big enough. You gotta wonder. I mean, I guess, I guess women are attracted to it because it's like looks strong and it's massive, but also. I wonder if they're just like, wait, what is this? Like, it doesn't look like a human being almost anymore. Right. Right? They get so big. You're like, that's not they were, they, remember what they were I'd ever about, seen. They were talking about uh, how skinny those some anorexic chicks were and how that one, like, lizard guy fucked his whole face up and did all that stuff, too. Oh, yeah. With all those surgeries. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, crazy. I feel real bad for people that have anorexia. As far as I know, it's like the, you know, it, it's a, it is a mental disorder. Like, you know, I'm not trying to like 
talk shit about these poor people that have this happen to them but for right. whatever reason but it i've heard it's the one that has it's the most fatal of all right. like mental disorders because you know it's it's not just about like take someone with like schizophrenia and maybe they're a danger to themselves or others or people that cut themselves like a lot of people die from being anorexic and it's they they don't turn it around and it, i feel awful for them like that's just terrible because it's like a physical representation of what your mind's thinking. There's no way to hide it. Yeah, you get malnourished in every area. You're like a concentration camp victim. But, like, right. you're not in a camp. And it's just... And people around you, like, are caring for you. And they want to help you. And you just don't want to eat, I guess. And, you know, your bones get weak. And it's not just that they are losing a lot of weight. It's like... Their hormones will get fucked up. Like, a lot of things get out of whack. It's, you know, right. as bad or if not worse than becoming, like, morbidly obese. Right. Like, it, it has, that... like, a similar pro- process. Right. Yeah. It must just be, I don't know. If, I, 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 like I don't know many anorexic people. I know one, I think, at the moment. And, and, it, and yeah, it's tough for me to, you know, I reach out to that person a lot and and try and just tell them good things they're they're a friend of mine i've known him a while and but i don't know i'm not qualified to I, do it it's I just wonder, I, wonder, I worry i, I worry many, about him i wonder how many male um anorexics male, male anorexics there are i'm thinking about um, I'm to... probably a very small percentage like there's way more men that have that big anorexia which is you know that's also, what that's like what i'm saying does it fit in the same category of desire to be a fucking rich Panea? Did you know who that guy was? Have you ever heard about him? He passed away, but he was just a fucking roid monkey. Oh, no. Did they talk about him? <clears throat> yeah. He he used to walk around with a... This was one thing that I do appreciate, that he would walk around with a water jug, and his whole company was like 5%, because like only 5% care about their health in the way that he did. I, the way that he did was... He was doing synthanol and doing a bunch of wild other shit, but you think that about like people that have anorexia in comparison to people that may have the desire to want to be a fucking monster, it might have a similar kind of mental mental deal, you know? Yeah, it's like obsession with your body, right? They talked right. about plastic surgery too, and like people that right. get a lot of work done, and it's yeah, it's a slippery slope. It's right. it's like I've got no issue with plastic surgery if you like got a burn like you're a burn victim or you've had like a uh i mean like that's abnormality that's, that's... or like i get it all and even if you want to have your breast done or like do some things like maybe fix your nose it's all cool with me but when people go down the rabbit hole of like changing the whole way of looking it's i, I just don't they, think that they feel that much better i think that you're they, just going to get stuck sure. in a cycle of waiting for the next surgery Right, I think that, that that's probably accurate. I I will say that whenever they're talking about the veneers and whatnot, I've made I've thought about that. I've I've made I've brought that up to my girl and thought about it. Not that it's a self conscious thing, and may, part of me is like these these are like part of your character. Like this whole body is part of your character. Just sort of like fuck with any of it is kind of. <laughs> Yeah, but think about it. It's like we work out to look better. It's okay to want to look better. It's probably just not okay to like obsess about it. I think what you said about I think what you said about it's a slippery slope. Once you get that first surgery, you're like, all right, well, now what else? How can I? How can I put a spoiler on the back of the car? 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, wonder, yeah. I, wonder if that, I wonder if that's how the process of thoughts keeps going down. You're like, all right, well, I did this. I remodeled this. I might as well remodel that. I might as well redo that. Yeah, it's like getting a giant spoiler on the back of like a crappy <laughs> Honda Civic, and you're like, what right, are you right. doing? Like, mm-hmm. this whole thing is a mess. Like, no one's impressed by this. Stop it. Right. Exactly. Stop it. Well, anyway, let's wrap it up for this week. We went over an hour. A bit longer than yeah. usual. I guess we enjoyed these. I liked I liked this week. It was a good yeah, week of, of pods, for sure. Thanks, as always, guys, for listening and uh, sticking around. And, um, yeah, we couldn't appreciate you guys more. And thank you, We, love, we love you guys. Peace and right. love, baby. Later. Talk to you next week.